0: Record. Okay, we're good. Okay.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to Quality Matters. I'm your hostess, Darcy Chambers.
0: And I'm Kyle.
1: He was setting our timer. Yes. <laughs> we so we don't to, go over it. Yeah, we have to keep track of this. Um, we're continuing our mini series on Start with Why. Yep. Um, it's not really in the quality world, but it is a quality, yes. knowing your why really affects your quality, yes. I think. So uh, this episode is called a study on Starbucks. woo
0: I got my coffee.
1: I, I think um, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people like Starbucks. In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So, whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. A lot of people like Starbucks, obviously. Yes. They're a very well to do company. I if say everybody, not everybody likes because... it. That makes you nobody. Exactly, okay. that's why I corrected myself, because I am not a coffee drinker, therefore I don't care for Starbucks. And I actually don't care for Starbucks also, because it's very loud. Yes, they it didn't like it used to be though. They have metal chairs that mm-hmm. scrape, they, they've got mm-hmm. loud music playing, people talking, yeah. it's echoey, it does not feel very homey.
0: It used to be my ideal go-to study spot in college. But that's it's, what it's supposed to be. It's not anymore. That's what anymore. we're going to talk about. yeah. Here.
1: So, Starbucks was started in 1972 by three guys. In 1982, Howard Schultz took over and created a bigger vision. Okay. He really liked the espresso bars of Italy and wanted to bring some of that to right. America. He wanted to create your third space. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between work and home. So, somewhere that's cozy. Right. But that you can work. Right. So... Um, people started buying into what Starbucks stood for. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a great cup of coffee, you can have a danish, you can stay and hang out. Right. You know, those kind of things. Um, they served their coffee in ceramic mugs and their danishes were on ceramic plates. So it made it feel homey because you're eating on real dishes. Now,
0: not no more. They won't even give you the little cardboard thing to keep you from burning your hands unless you ask for it.
1: Well, that's really crap. Yeah, it is. So That was too. This was still why Schultz was in charge. That became too expensive to maintain, and they did away with it, going for the paper cups. And Simon Sinek in the book said something like, "Oh, nothing says be cozy like here. Here's a disposable cup. Now get out." (laughs) You know? (laughs) Could you imagine going to somebody's house and they're like, "Here's a cup of coffee and a disposable cup." Like, if you want to get one to go, yeah, I might give you one. But
0: look, look, if we had a friend that was just handing out cups of coffee, I I might stop by for that. But (laughs)
1: okay but that's not what they were built on no so Starbucks saved money but Mm -hmm. now they've eroded the trust because this isn't what we've gotten used to this isn't what we know it's you know wasn't what they were built on so Schultz was still there he was the physical embodiment of the why right so even though they did away with all that stuff he was still able to lead his employees Mm -hmm. in the Mm why they existed the third space yep um, he he left in 2000, and things started to get worse. In eight years, the company grew from thousand to 13,000 stores. Woo. They became overextended, and they were facing competition through like McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. no and these places that started, you know, selling right. coffees that taste good. They're serving it to go. Now I can drive through and get it much faster than a Starbucks and cheaper I, than a Starbucks.
0: Look, I'll tell you, I like McDonald's coffee better than I don't like Starbucks coffee. Now I like nothing else from McDonald's, but I like their coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: hey, maybe y'all can give us your opinion. What's yeah. your favorite coffee place? Yeah.
0: Um, bring me a cup.
1: <laughs> bring him a cup and sit down on our podcast. Bring me a Dr Pepper and tell me I'm pretty as my. <laughs> <laughs> As my last funny Friday said on LinkedIn. (laughs) Um, so they weren't overextended because of their growth. They were overextended because they forgot their why. Yeah,
0: because they're not in the. They they weren't in the business, and the only reason I ever liked them to begin with wasn't because they had the best coffee in the world. I mean, it's not. I didn't go there just because I wanted coffee. Like it was where I went when I just wanted to sit and relax. relax. Yeah. I could just sit there, drink a cup of coffee, flip through my textbook, talk to friends. Like that's what it was.
1: Well, and you think about like the show Friends, the TV show Friends, mm-hmm. they always went to what was it Central mm. Park. Yeah. You know, it had a couch in it, and I, you know, I just didn't visit Starbucks enough to know, but I yeah. feel like they used to have more. It used to be cozy seating, uh-huh. and that was upholstered even. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And now
1: it's not. No. I mean, it we've is not. we've had meetings at Starbucks, and it's just. You know, not that.
0: I remember when I was going to school at uh, uh, Lamar University there in Beaumont, and uh, you wouldn't think about Lamar University having anything terribly nice, but they had, uh, they called it uh, Mirabos, and it was their little coffee shop inside mm-hmm. the university. Oh my gosh, I love going there. Mm-hmm. They had like big old nice cushy cou- couches you could sit on and, mm-hmm. you know, tables laid out. And like, I mean, it was nice. And the tables were big enough you could actually put a textbook. Yeah. Not like these little tiny circular. I mean,
1: recently, you were out of town, and I just get tired of being at home, waiting on the kids to come home, so I was like, I wanted to, I started reading more this year, that's one of my goals, is to read a lot more, and um, I just, I asked, you know, I polled Facebook, where can can I go to just read, and you know, of course, there was a lot of outside suggestions, but it was a rainy day, and finally, I just was like, I'm just going to go to Barnes & Noble, because Mm -hmm. I remember that they had... Mm-hmm. Couches and chairs mm-hmm. that you can sit on that mm-hmm. are comfy, and I wish like I don't even drink coffee, but if right. Starbucks had something like that, I would go get a hot right. chocolate and sit and read well, all isn't day. Well, is there
0: Starbucks inside Barnes and Noble? There is. Okay, but it's that's it's one different. of the places
1: that we've had yeah. these, and it's the same thing. It's the metal chairs that scrape. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so Schultz sent a memo to his successor Jim Donald and said, "It's quoted." Make the changes necessary to evoke the heritage, the tradition, and the passion that we all have for the true Starbucks experience.
0: And that's it. It's an experience because you can get a good cup of coffee for a dollar at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Starbucks is not going to beat that. Mm-mm. But they offer something. I will never go hang out at McDonald's, but I'll get a cup of coffee from them. <laughs>
1: yeah. But it, it, Starbucks doesn't even offer that anymore. So no. they're not even competing. No. I
0: mean, and I'll happily pay my you know, it's $6 and 58 cents for you know, my, in <laughs> case, I know. He might have yeah, a problem. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, but I'll happily go pay it if I could just like sit and hang out. But it, like you said, it's, it's, it's just really noisy. And, and I'm sure that's, partially on purpose because it's not so noisy like that just out. going just going in and, and whatnot is so bad but you know recently i um i just got tired of sitting in the office working and so there's a starbucks like around the corner from our office and so i just walked down there to work a few times and it, it, it's a little noisy but you know they've got at least a, a nice place where i can go sit down and and work and what i noticed is they have more business of people who have ordered on their mobile phone and go in and pick up and walk out than people that actually come into the store. Mm-hmm. The majority of the, at least this one location, I can't speak for the franchise, just this one location by our office, more customers come in for their cup of coffee than anywhere else. Now I will say, that the staff there is really nice and friendly Mm -hmm. and there are regular people that come in every day get the exact same drink the exact same time they know Mm -hmm. them all by name they have a little chit chat and leave and so i guess that's a good experience Mm -hmm. but that's not the experience that they were set up okay
1: for those people that don't have time that don't want to come and sit but for the people that mm-hmm. need the third space, yeah, because I need a third space yep. and I don't even drink coffee. Yeah, like I I have plenty of comfortable places to sit at my house. Yeah, but sometimes I want to change just the scenery to, to go yeah. read, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have to listen to metal chairs scraping on the floor. Yeah, or the
0: loud, <laughs> obnoxious hippie music. Yeah, and I don't mind hippie music, but I don't want it loud.
1: I don't even notice it's hippie; it's just loud. <laughs> Um, so,
0: if you like loud, obnoxious, hippie music, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so, after seeing the memo, I guess Jim Donald didn't do it because Schultz returned to take over. Uh-huh. He replaced Donald with a new leader, trying to get Starbucks mm-hmm. back to their why. The problem was, as I mentioned earlier, Schultz was the physical embodiment of the why. Right. As long as he was there. Yep. All the employees still believed in it, and that mm-hmm. was fine. And so Simon Sinek talks about these CEOs that we've mentioned, and he talked about in businesses. None of them are God's gift to business; Mm-mm. they are just the physical embodiment of their why. Their business, as they started, is their what to their why. Yep. And so, if they don't do a good job of communicating that to everyone, yep, especially their successor then it dies when they leave. Yeah, and it doesn't and take have long to, come back. to change. What was it, like Steve Jobs had to come mm-hmm. back? Um, Even Bill Gates. Bill Gates had to come back. So he's he didn't come about, back as CEO, but he got yeah. involved. So they've talked about several people that had to come back and work mm-hmm. again and come back and work again. Um, and it talks about, Simon Sinek talked about, this is why we call them the successors. Yeah. Like, they are supposed to, you know, keep Maintain it going. success. And improve it mm-hmm. for the next generation. Um But that,
0: focusing on the short-term dollar is just, it's so tempting and so appealing. It is. A dollar today is better than a dollar tomorrow.
1: You know, I think back to like the Walmart episode we did with Sam Walton. What was it, $44 million he grew his business to? Or billion, I can't remember. Yeah, 44 billion, yeah. And like, at what point is it not just enough? I don't know. And I don't think. imagine trying to manage that kind of a company
0: no and even as we grow I mean I'm not saying there's a point where I would say oh we're so big let's not go after any more business but like I desperately want to be able to do good for others and Mm -hmm. like I say this business is the means to do it Mm -hmm. Our why is saving folks time and energy for what matters most. Now how do I do that? Well that's what the various services we offer and the the different ways we do it Mm -hmm. than other folks but even then if we had a thousand employees I wouldn't want that to ever change and then for each of those employees I want to make sure that we're able to provide meaningful work that allows them to save time and energy for whatever matters most in their life. Mm -hmm. No one should be missing their kids baseball game Because you're stuck at the office, right? Sorry, little tangent. And I think (laughs) I've said
1: it before on here, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it again. We strongly believe in what we do, and that it provides a great efficiency for people. Yep. And you know, Kyle is real great about saying, you know, I don't think we can help you. Yeah. Or you know, this is what you're really going to have to do, and I know it costs a lot, but you're not going to make it unless you do it. Yeah. And I just appreciate that, honestly. You know, we had our car in the shop recently. Oh, yeah. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they told us it was going to cost this much. And then we went to pick it up. And they said, hey, it wasn't actually what we thought it was. It was this. And that's $500 less. And
0: I, I was just dumbfounded. Because, because
1: of all things a mechanic can yeah. easily oh yeah oh yeah especially after they had already told us that's what it was going to cost and we would already they agreed no to pay reason, it you know yeah and so of course we thanked him and he said you know that's what we're in the business of doing and um you know it was just being on anyways and it's I not mean, even just being honest
0: no it i don't even think it's off topic like it, it's honest to what your mission is and that's what this whole book is about why do you do it you have to be honest to what that goal is yeah, you know something I, I talk about with uh, our oldest son a little bit. You know, like they always talk about you know a sin, right? So a sin, is something you did wrong. But if you look at what the word actually means, the original like Hebrew text of what that means, mm-hmm. it simply means to miss your target. <laughs> so a sin is missing your target. So if you've got the wrong target, then you're. Definitely doing bad. Yeah. So it's 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 all the same. Well, and
1: I think they talk about that a little bit in the Seven Habits that mm-hmm. I mentioned last time we were going to read. So um, to go back to our business, in an effort to do right by people, we just recently redeveloped mm-hmm. our consulting package. Yeah. We are. I mean, that's one thing about Kyle. He's always like, "How can I make this work for all size businesses? Yep. How can I help people?" So um, he just developed different levels of yep. quality assurance yeah. plans. So we've
0: got like three different tiers. On it. I mean, I'm not just trying to promote business here, but it's, it's an example. of You have to be able to not just adapt and change. That's so cliche. <laughs> but you have to find ways to truly serve people. Mm-hmm. We're working with people. I don't care if it's a trillion-dollar trillion business or a million-dollar business that I'm talking to. run it Mm -hmm. you have to help people Mm -hmm. and so you know that's what we're trying to do here is get it set up Mm -hmm. so that it supports our vision of saving folks time and energy for what matters most Mm -hmm. and just because this is the best example i can think of because it's what we do is if what matters most to you is advancing your career Great, that's what matters most to you. Let me make some time available in your day so that you can go do that next big thing. You can tackle that next big project mm-hmm. and you can keep climbing that ladder. As Dave Ramsey says, just make sure your ladder is against the right building. Yeah. Otherwise, when you get to the top, you'll be disappointed. Um <laughs> or you know, maybe it was like me, like I, I got tired of missing my kids' baseball games. That that was the that was the line for me. And so That's what we want to do. But if you don't know what that why is, and you don't have to be the CEO of the company for the why to matter, every individual person has something that they're going after. Oh, yeah. And they need to align their life with that target.
1: I think that's important to note because we haven't really talked about that. We've been talking about the why as CEOs, Mm -hmm. and everybody has a why. Yeah. you know, And you have to think about... What is your why? Yeah. Why, you know, and not just necessarily why are you at this job or why, like, what is your why in life? Yeah.
0: what What is it you really care about? I mean, what is it? And everyone is different. I'm not going to say what it should or shouldn't be, but dadgum, you got to know it, and you got to have a target, and you got to hit the target.
1: And I would say, if you're having problems nailing that down, <laughs> seven <laughs> habits of highly effective people... It talks will help about you about that because, mm-hmm. you know, when we first start talking about why I think, well, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a Christian. And he talks about all those different roles that you're right. like digressing. So to get back to this one, <laughs>
0: you should sit in the office with us someday. <laughs> no, don't. no
1: I barely can do it. So, um, to get back to somebody outside the glass again, <laughs> it's so I, get, I get so distracted, um, Again, we're recording at the Canon, which is a very nice very facility. Nice. Love it's an it. office share, and so it's got these glass walls around us, but some of them are frosted. But you can yeah. still see people like. And they're
0: like peeking. It's just weird. Anyways, okay.
1: so um, <laughs> earlier uh, we did an episode on Southwest Airlines. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was episode 16, and I think Something it's one like that. that you're gonna put in yep. with these. Um, and again, Simon Sinek talks about Southwest Airlines because. Several minutes ago, before we got a little off topic, I talked about these guys are not God's gift to right. CEO. They just are the physical embodiment. So you've got to be really good at expressing your why and talking about it and, you so know, infusing it. And, past using you. it mm-hmm. and hiring the right person, like we talked about before, um, Christina Harbridge, the mm-hmm. Bridgeport Financial. She had mm-hmm. to hire the right people to send those yeah. thank you cards. So Herb Kelleher, who I believe is the one that started Southwest mm-hmm. Airlines, Um, was looking for a successor. And Mm -hmm. he was going to interview somebody named Howard Putnam. Putnam goes into the interview. That's a fun name. He noticed that Kelleher had kicked off his shoes. Uh Uh-huh. Kelleher is the current CEO. Right. And Putnam is the person being interviewed. He sees he's kicked off his shoes and um, that Kelleher had holes in his socks. (laughs) Love it. He's the CEO of Southwest (laughs) Airlines. And Putnam thought... (laughs) <laughs> this is the job for me. Because he was sitting there with holes in his socks, yeah. too. Yeah. And he said, you know, I'm an everyman, too. Yep. But Kelleher had to figure out that Putnam Putnam right. was the right man for the job. So Simon Sinek talks about he got a chance to meet up with Putnam because mm-hmm. he did get the job. Mm-hmm. And um, during their meeting, which I'm sure was hours long, um, Simon said, well, why don't we go get a cup of coffee from Starbucks? <laughs> and Putnam replied, and this is quoted: "I'm not going to Starbucks. I'm not paying five dollars for a cup of coffee. And what the heck is a frappuccino anyway?" <laughs> so they went on to Dunkin' Donuts, the everyman coffee right. shop. that's so, funny. You know. Putnam, embody what Southwest Airlines yep. is about. It's an airline for the everyman. You don't yep. need fancy frills and whatever. You just need to get from A to B. Yep. It's an everyman airline, and so they needed an everyman CEO with holes in his socks. Do you have holes in your socks today, Kyle? I do, actually. Oh, I don't. I do. I made sure because I'm wearing my boots, and if I have holes in my socks with my boots, <laughs> it really hurts my feet. <laughs>
0: so. You know, this this may be not the quite podcast material, but like... Uh, recently i've been rereading uh first and second samuel and i was just very confused because two different priests their sons turned out just absolutely terrible and horrible and his sons were the ones who are supposed to succeed them i remember thinking like you'd think they'd do a better job with their kids so that their kids would be able to succeed them but i mean that's no different than what we're seeing here these are the same stories whether you believe scripture or not these are the same stories repeated thousands of years apart mm-hmm. is it is so hard to get the literal next generation mm-hmm. or figurative in the ceo to get that next generation on board the same way you were and it's something that lots of folks have apparently had problems with for but a I long think time that's
1: a good comparison you know you as a parent are raising your children the way you believe you want them to live in the world. Yeah. And so you have to not only be the physical embodiment, but find a way to infuse that into your children. Yeah. So that they live that life.
0: And it, 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 it's it's tough, but these skills are the same, whether it's work, home, church, doesn't matter. It's all, it's all the same skills. People are yeah. people. You deal and live with people. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> perhaps I should have done the seven habits first and then start that with my... But I am excited mm-hmm. about reading The Seven Habits. Um, it took me a long time to get, we'll start with why. But in January, I found this reading app that a lot of my friends were reading. You could set a goal. And reading is something that I used to do a yeah, lot and it really loved. And then we had one kid, and then we had two, and then we had three, and we have a business. And I really got away from Wait, it. Wait,
0: so what you're telling me is you set a goal for yourself, a target. I and set now... a target. Now, now if it's a good target, you're going
1: to sacrifice to succeed it. <laughs> so I was able to finish the Start With Why, and um, I'm ahead of my goal on the app. <laughs> and um, so, you know, this was the 7 Habits was the next one on my list, and I'm reading it. It's it's pretty meaty. It's a yeah. little difficult it, to it, get through. It's, it's
0: a very different book than Start With Why.
1: But um, I'm almost halfway through with it, so we might... We might start a mini-series, take a break, till I finish yeah, reading and, then and come back go to back, to it. back to it. But um, it's all good. But I hope you guys are enjoying this. Absolutely. Um, I feel like it really matters to your quality. Your it Your quality of life and your quality of business.
0: It, it does. It does. Again, as the QMS Boot Camp we talked about before, <laughs> over half the material we cover is, is about this type of stuff. Is you have to work with people. It does not matter how technical or good of a plan you have is. If you can't, Get someone else to believe it.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for listening.